You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Everybody and welcome back to Guild Fellows. We have all sorts of unanswered questions. Uh, is Sinead gonna burn? <laughs> uh, does Donkey Juice actually work? Um, you know, all sorts of other questions. Where has Giuseppe been this whole time? Because when I said, Alright, everybody, is there anybody you want to grab on the ship? We got Loriana and no one else. Um, so, all sorts of things to do this session. <laughs> Are we excited? I'm just now realizing yes. that neither Arthur nor Q teamed up in a buddy system with each other or with Giuseppo. I know we've made the point about leaving Giuseppo behind. Or with behind, Sinead. But yeah. You left <laughs> the child by yourself. Well, I mean, Sinead's the captain. That makes a little bit uh, sense. You guys all left first, and I do have a buddy with me right now. So um. it, it is it is great that Sinead is all right. Let's use the buddy system. Everybody in the guild fellows. Nah, except for Q. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's really telling. She didn't think she needed anyone. Yep, and in uh, two decades, she'll be old enough to drink. <laughs> Arthur uh, was out of it. He he, he just saw into the void. Uh, he wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> I mean, you she did? definitely would not have gone to church with Arthur. If That's it's like... fair. I didn't ask you to. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew you weren't going to say yes to that. <laughs> oh, boy. I That would have been a really fun alternate universe, though. <laughs> like Sinead, like poking things. What's this do? Um, Stop messing with the incense, Sinead. You're gonna get scared. <laughs> God. Oh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, we last left off. Arthur, you're sitting in the church and you're hearing whispers about the um, about the arrest of of some black magic dealings. Uh, Q, you and Loriana are walking out of the boutique, all dressed in uh, civilian clothing. Um, of this particular country uh, also called Castile also called not Spain and <laughs> Sinead is wearing the ring that uh, makes her blind but does allow her uh, to breathe underwater and she's completely blind She her hands are behind her back and all she can hear is the fact that she is under arrest um, what you all gonna do <laughs> Uh, well, I can't do much right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, yeah, it's probably we're gonna get to Sinead last. <laughs> <laughs> Sinead fights them all single-handedly. Yeah, no. Um, am I? I'm near this. I saw something happen in an alley, right? Uh, yeah, you can see a bunch of uh, Spanish Inquisition running down the alley next to the boutique, uh, down into sort of cellar and disappearing into the darkness below. Uh... Loriana? <laughs> Sorry, I was just I was just picturing the chances in my head of 
of Arthur and Hugh being in uh, Castile, seeing a bunch of Spanish Inquisition people, and how high of a how high their wits would have to be to infer, oh, that's got to be Sinead. <laughs> Listen, I got uh, good wits. I mean, you uh, just so, assumed that for us. I mean, I was there was no like deduction involved on our part. God decided uh, that we knew what was up. So yeah, that's... you didn't even give me a chance to say what I was doing. You don't know what he was um, thinking. I know. I'm so sorry. Uh, Loriana <clears throat> uh, says, uh, "Yes, well, what, what's going on?" Uh, there seems to be some commotion in the alley. Do you mind if we kind of take a look? Something interesting might be happening. Uh, I, I'm unsure. It, it, those guys don't look very friendly. I, How I don't does she think, know? I mean, how does she got, know they like, don't look friendly? She's blind. I. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> she goes. I'll be honest. <clears throat> I can't see them, but you know. The fuck! I was gonna make a off. joke. I yeah. was literally going to make a joke, and I could not end it. I was trying to do a Toph from Avatar The Last Airbender bit. Maybe <laughs> we don't do that. Funny. Maybe, we don't, maybe we don't try and do things. That's true. So she says, uh, okay. You know, she trusts you. I mean, you've been very kind to her, so Loriana trusts your judgment. Okay. Um, yeah, so was this like a one entrance? Because they went down in a cellar. Would I like assume that they were probably going to come back out of the cellar? Or is it like they're going uh, it's, one it's way? Up to you. All you see is like they're going one way. Like they're all flooding into into the cellar. Like there's like a, a bunch of them. Uh, you can hear some commotion from down the cellar. You can uh, hear um, hear different voices and shouting from down there. Um, I'll cautiously wait by the opening. I don't want to like run down there with Loriana unnecessarily but uh trying to get a closer look at what's going on all right smooth choice so now the last spanish inquisition i should probably the castilian inquisition (laughs) member uh jumps down the cellar and you're alone in the alleyway um that looks to be you couldn't count them all but they're probably about uh seven or eight of them that you saw alone uh jumping down there uh, near the entrance, you can see some faint light in there. It seems that uh, some people lit some torches. Down in the dark, you can just bri- briefly make out some silhouettes of uh, the Spanish Inquisition members uh, arresting uh, some people down below. You don't know who's down there. Uh, you can see some overturned tables and some spilt potions uh, from where you're standing. Is there uh, any people near me? Um... No, you're you're alone, which is which is odd. You'd expect us one of the guardsmen to to stand guard outside the, but you know they're not they're not Navy SEALs, I guess. Yeah, um, I will link uh, Loriana arm in arm, just so that way she, you know, we don't like get separated. Um, right. I would like to descend the stairs to try and see what's going on down there. All right, you crawl down the cramped space down into the depths. As you near the bottom, you can uh, smell some of the flame of the torch and the uh, dampness of this underground cellar. Um, when you get to the bottom, you notice it uh, looks like a couple shopkeepers who have been arrested, and none other than Sinead Temple, uh, looking a little bit disoriented uh, with her hands tied behind her back in the custody of uh, some Spanish Inquisition members. In front of her looks to be a young witch who is surprisingly a shopkeeper who is not under arrest. Mm -hmm. Do any of the guards look different than the other ones that would indicate some sort of hierarchy? Uh, Yes, there is uh, they are all looking the pretty much the exact same, except there is one who has an especially fiery colored, uh, fiery colored jacket. He looks like a British red coat, just slightly better style, I would say. Um, and he has a very, very large hat compared to the other ones, because this is seventh C, and that's how I determine rank. Gotcha. Um, I would like to approach him um, carefully. Okay, you approach him carefully. Uh, is Loriana coming with you? Yes. 
Okay, you and Loriana approach him carefully. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, senor. Uh, Sinead, you can hear Q's voice. <clears throat> uh, I say in Castilian. Uh, you don't know what she says. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, the captain of the guardsmen uh, sort of turns towards you. He seems kind of surprised. This is not usually a time for when people come up and talk to him. And he says, uh, uh, yes, what is it? Uh, que paso aquí? Uh, he answers, <laughs> see, I was, how do you translate there's black magic going on here, get lost kid? Uh, <laughs> um, so he says, he just, in Castilian, and I can't translate Spanish off the top of my head right now, but when you ask him, he just gives you the description that, uh, there seems to be a young uh, outsider who came down into this cellar and was purchasing uh, some cursed trinkets from a witch they have uh, contracted from Vodachi and uh, she is under arrest will stand trial and will likely burned, be burned later today uh, and um, who do we appeal for the trial of these things I say uh, he says a I'm not sure you get how this works. I mean, I don't, you don't really appeal. We decide if she's guilty or not, and then we burn her or not. Mm-hmm. And who makes these decisions? Uh, that would be the uh, high court. Um, they haven't really been attached to the church as much as just kind of an offshoot of the church. They're kind of their own political power these days. Um, yes, they make the decisions. For the legal matters. Yeah. Um, I say to him, uh, Esta señorita, uh, es mi responsabilidad. Ella es un poquita sencilla. <laughs> y, uh, no sabes que, uh, Lo... Shit, it's been so long since I've done Spanish. <laughs> Eso. Um, so I, he says... Oh, well, I, I, I only got some of that. Can you translate? <laughs> for, <laughs> for me she's... and for our viewers at home. <laughs> my uh, responsibility. <laughs> she's my responsibility. Uh, she's a little simple-minded. She didn't know what she's done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's the best. <laughs> Um, you, yeah, I love, Sinead has no idea what, what Q is saying. Um, no. so the guy, the guy cocks his head at responsibility. And he's like, um, <clears throat> you seem a bit young to be, uh, her parent. Um, oh, I'm not her parent. Uh, she is in my care. The young girl is orphaned. I only recently met her, and she ran off before uh, I could get a chance to warn her of the dangers of such things she's only heard about in stories. And who's been telling her these stories, exactly? Uh, I assume the people she knew before she met me. Uh, I see. So you are a, uh, a registered member of the church. Uh... Unfortunately, I yeah, I don't think you would be. Uh, unfortunately, uh, where I'm well, actually no, Q's probably. They're probably yeah, they're 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 church on uh, Christmas kind of people, right? Yeah, right. Like Montaine, right? The aristocracy. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so he he says. <laughs> Hold okay. on, let me check something about Montaigne history. I feel like I was talking to someone about church on Christmas and Easter people. Didn't we talk uh, about this last episode? Or is, didn't we may have cut it off. We might like, have. I don't know. I don't remember if it was in character or not. I uh, no. Okay. So never mind. The nobility openly opposed the church. Lol. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, yeah. So I would can lie. Uh, Q doesn't like lying. Well, <laughs> uh, you you can ha- you could I mean if you keep going like this you're gonna have to do a convince roll which I mean yeah. you're good no, no. at at least. 
Yeah. Um, Q would say, uh, unfortunately, my upbringing was not one that centered the noble values of the church, but it is a belief system that I've always respected. Um, he says, well, uh, is that true? Are you lying to me? Is that true? Yes. And he says, well, if it's a belief system you've expected, then you should understand why we have to put her on trial. Um, right. They move to start taking her away. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to activate my virtue since I'm meeting this dude for the first time. All right. So we friends. <laughs> okay. Um, he, <laughs> I hate role playing this every time. <laughs> like, do you, he like he he like tries to escort Q, or or Sinead away uh, and then like a, turns on a heel and is like actually. <laughs> well, no. Q Q gives uh, him a shoulder hand on his shoulder, and says, "Sir, hey. please." I <laughs> I got that joke. I, <laughs> The smolder. Uh, um, I don't really have much in the way of family right now. I understand the gravity of what she has done, but I just ask for a bit of the mercy that your God stands for. And the hope that perhaps we can resolve this without bloodshed or violence and give this young woman the opportunity to learn from the errors of her ways. She is, or he is, I'll tell you what, this is a good time to cut over to Rob. Oh, <laughs> my God. All right, okay. Rob, what, what so, is Arthur Windflagon doing other than praying? Okay, so when we last left him, precisely what had happened is that he bathed and got new clothes now here's my question for you brennan as the dm what clothes was he given by the church because i have some Uh, ideas depending on what you answer uh well all they really have is monk robes so you dress like a castilian like monk you look like a franciscan friar that is exactly what I wanted you to say. Bullseye. Okay. <laughs> really? okay. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. He um, would hate but... this if he if they know. A monk, a captain, and a noble walk into a sewer <laughs> or a cellar. Okay. By Ugh. any chance, would there be a rosary around that I could also find? Yes. There's a lot of. Ro- You're in a cathedral. You're swimming, and they have an Olympic swimming pool of rosaries. All right, I'll, I'll All just right. grab one from like the gift shop that they that they have probably they, around the corner. D- don't have a gift shop. That I, okay. You know what I mean. I'll just I'll just grab one from the bucket they apparently have somewhere <laughs> for vagrants to take. Um, you know the church bucket. It's like a ship bucket, but it's in a church. Okay, so Arthur. <laughs> so Arthur heard some rumblings about a black magic sting, essentially. Um, what does he know exactly? And like, yeah. Didn't he oh. see, didn't the parade march past the church uh, or whatever? There was a parade. The parade is unrelated to the black magic sting though. Um, that was just <laughs> a, a normal ass parade, <laughs> but you, all you know is there's a black magic sting in the, the South of town. Um, and some people are getting arrested. Uh, I guess I can have you roll if you can guess <laughs> it's Sinead or not. I'm going to be honest, knowing Sinead, that's a pretty low DC. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I mean, we can roll for that. I mean, I feel like if Q's going to guess and happen upon it, like, I feel like Arthur would probably be naturally suspicious of a black magic sting, but... All right, we can, I can, I, I'll give you that. I, I, I think that Arthur's always in the mood for adventure, so I'll, I'll just say that you'd... You don't have to have a role to guess that that's where you should go. <laughs> cool. Um, so I guess I'll head to the south part of town and just, like, try to see if I can notice, like, any movement of soldiers. I'm guessing that, like, Q and I's actions are kind of, like, parallel in time since we both... Yours are a little bit before um, because they started whispering about the black magic sting uh, a little bit before um, uh, every like this whole thing happened. Okay. I'll say. 
Um, I feel like not to <laughs> stereotype Q as a Montaigne person, but I feel like the time it took Arthur to walk from one end of the city to the other is still shorter than the amount of time it took Q to pick out clothing. Valid. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it would they make sense. They have an aesthetic in mind and execute it. So uh, it would make well, I had a aesthetic in mind and executed it as well. It's just not quite as glamorous as yours. <laughs> um, in fact, Arthur had enough time to walk from one city to the side of the city to the other, talk to Miguel, bathe, reclothe, and grab a rosary before Q was done picking out clothing. Yeah, she's um, probably checking out by that time, though. Yeah, so you are on your way back, and uh, as you head back to the south of town near the port, uh, you can just barely make uh make out some spanish inquisition soldiers moving lord castilian inquisition soldiers uh rushing around and you can tell they're the inquisition because they've got like muskets and such like they're armed um and so do they are they moving in like one like coherent direction like they're heading towards like someplace specific yeah, like it's not like Star Wars to Clone Wars level of precision, like they're but they're clearly all going to the same thing. Alright, well then Arthur, um, with all his hunter goodness, is going to stay camouflaged as a monk and try to tail them and follow where nice. they're going. Nice. Um, alright, so <laughs> this Avalonian man is going to pretend to be a uh uh, monk without anybody noticing so I am going to say that's a, call that as a risk and I'm going to ask for uh, wits plus I wonder if that's going to be convinced do you uh, even speak Castilian? <laughs> yeah wait a minute <laughs> uh, no okay which is why I think this should be considered panache just personally but um, <laughs> uh, yeah okay I'll say panache plus perform <laughs> Okay, I can rock with that. Uh, I don't think those are your... I, mean, I guess you get a bonus because it's your first time, but... Um, so, so, what, uh, what are my here's options? the deal. Um, here's the deal, okay, Rob? Is Arthur doesn't speak Castilian. He doesn't really look Castilian. He just is wearing the clothes of one. Also, you're not the first like beggar to end up in the church and then be clothed by them. So... If they, they see people who are not monks and monks clothing all the time. Uh, so it's going to be kind of hard. You're going to need at least three races to fully convince people that you are a monk. However, if you can give me two and you're good at role playing it, I will let you say that you are a monk who blasphemed at some point and then got your tongue cut out. <laughs> <laughs> as punishment and that's why you can't speak and you can like find a way if you can find a way to convey that without speaking if you roll at least a one you will not be arrested but no one's going to believe you if you get a zero you will be arrested for suspicious activity okay well i i rolled two raises um okay, and I, I like so... your suggestion because that's where my mind was going anyway because i know i, I can't I, speak I, knew, I knew that's where you were going rob <laughs> We've played RPGs enough times to where I know what you were thinking. <laughs> you know my vibe. Um, so you cannot passively do this. You need to actively convince people is basically what the two is. Okay. Um, so, so you are running behind the soldiers. Well, am I, am I, in, I, I never said I was like sprinting behind them. I mean, I was trailing them. I'm not like, trailing them. Okay. Trailing I'm not like the John wicking it. Like after these soldiers. <laughs> uh, shout out to our creator john wick continue. hey maybe i will john wick just for him literally <laughs> if i feel like it so you're you're trailing behind them you see them rush down an alleyway a little bit in front of you they're moving quicker than you are so it's a little bit in the distance you also see uh q in the far distance as well loriana in arm uh, head down the alleyway as well and disappear behind the wall. Uh, you're just looking at a boutique, a couple of boutiques next to each other. So I'll turn the corner after Q and the soldiers, and what do I find? Uh, for, you slam right into a Spanish Inquisition member uh, who, who says, Hey, watch where you're going. What are you doing around here? Um, so... He was, like, around the corner, right? So we, I just, like, bumped into yeah. him. Yep. Okay, so while Arthur is, like, recovering from, like, 
hitting into him, he's going to make sure that he doesn't rise his shoulders all the way. So it looks like he's really hunched. Okay. And then he's going to, with the hand of the rosary, touch his, like, mouth, like, under his cowl, and then make the sign of the cross in front of him. Okay. Um, A Spanish Inquisition member is going to look, like, 50 feet behind them to the alleyway that everybody just uh, ran into. Um, And then he's going to look at you. And then he's going to look back and kind of decide how much effort he wants to put into this right now. Uh, and he says, uh, is, is something wrong? Um, he's going to like, or yeah, Arthur's going to, um, like touch his mouth again and kind of make like a snip motion across his face. (laughs) Jeez Louise. And then he's going to bow again deeply with the rosary and just like stay Uh, very hunched. Uh, he, he understands immediately. Um, and he just lets you by. All right. Then Arthur's going to like shuffle like slowly behind until he's over like, or around the corner and like, is going to occasionally like kind of peer over his shoulder to see if the guard's still there. <laughs> uh, the guard kept walking. You totally, you fully convinced him with your, uh, <laughs> with your skill. Getting a two on that ray on that raise earlier was, was good enough for, for, I think with some effort to pass when you turn finally reach the alleyway you find it empty of spanish inquisition soldiers uh however a, a castilian inquisition come on keep it consistent brendan oh, anyway yeah. i also <laughs> want to say i feel like they're you don't need to call them inquisition members i think they're just inquisitors i like inquisition members better because that's I think like it's, it's more like they're a club like the like the boy scouts <laughs> I, live your truth live your truth <laughs> I just think it's just really foreboding. I mean, you're the game master. You're you're the pilot of your own life. Absolutely. Um, all you see is a bit of Castilian clothing fabric, um, which you haven't noticed yet. You haven't seen it. Uh, disappear down the cellar. It does not look like uh, a uniform, though. It looks like uh, non-uniform clothing. And you're alone in the alleyway. <laughs> Um, so all that's in front of Arthur is, like, the cellar, like, opening? Yep. And I guess a bunch of foot boot prints, <laughs> um, from some people who recently passed by. Okay. Um, Arthur has direction sense. I mean, would he be able to just, like, pick up on the footprints and deduce that he could, he should go into the cellar? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Your direction sense is like, huh, these are all boots worn by soldiers and people who see combat. They're all headed towards the cellar. It looks like there's a bunch of them. Also, are those Q's boots? Question mark. That's what you have. Well, as I can see from the print, there is just a ridiculous amount of squiggles from the traction below her boots. So I know that these got to be really (laughs) high quality. I'm going to guess that it is Q. It looks like literally like a Nike Jordan footprint. It's that complicated. (laughs) Exactly what it is, too. Uh, okay, so you deduce what's going on. You slip down the cellar. Um, you crawl down the cramped space, and you're greeted with a bunch uh, of these Spanish Inquisition members. And, of course, Q trying to talk to one of them uh, in Castilian. So you have no idea what they are saying. Uh, you also see a couple of people under arrest and Sinead, uh, all well, under arrest and about to be carried off. Hello, everyone. I'm back. I'm editing. I'm in your mid-roll announcements. Let's have a party. I'm here. The life of the party. (laughs) I missed you guys. Uh, Let's have a chat. Let's talk some some announcements. First of all, huge, huge, huge shout out to my boy, Robert Steer, for editing like the last six or something episodes. I don't I haven't even kept track, but it's been a lot um, because I've been super busy with some freelance work. Um, So everyone go give Rob some love. He deserves it. Uh, Rob, thank you again. As always, shout out to Will Savino for providing the music for this episode. Uh, The names of the songs and the link to his Patreon will be in the description. A little bit of housekeeping before we move on. Uh, Kind of technical podcast stuff ahead, so if you're not super interested in that, you might skip this part, but... um, We are officially going to be moving our RSS feed away from Anchor and going to start hosting on Red Circle. This 
probably doesn't mean anything to most of you, but we feel that it's a better fit for our podcast and we want to move in a direction that works best for us. It gives us uh, a little bit more freedom with monetization options and analytics, and it's super highly regarded in the podcasting community. So we see this as a way to make things a little more cohesive and professional. It offers a a subscription service that's really similar to like Twitch. You can pay a a fee, I, I think monthly, I'm not super sure. Um, to get to get ad-free episodes. Uh, there's dynamic ad insertion, there's direct donation links, um, and there's a lot more that I will talk about once we actually make the switch. Um, but yeah, I, I love Anchor a lot, and it's a really great starting off point for when, you're, for when you're starting a podcast, and it's a great, great tool if you wanna make a podcast with just your phone or your mobile device without any super crazy equipment. But as you all probably know, we are not making a podcast with our phones. Um, so yeah, we'll be we'll be transferring the feed the day after this episode airs. So hopefully it shouldn't cause any delays in case we hit like a technical snafu. Um, and the only difference moving forward that you guys are going to notice, uh, firstly, there's not going to be any more repetitive anchor ad that you're going to hear every episode. Um, the only thing you'll notice is the insertion, the insertion of uh, dynamic ads, which are a bit more like like traditional pre-recorded commercials and are targeted based on your IP address. And we definitely won't flood you with them to start off. We will take it super slow. I think we're going to do like one pre-roll and one post-roll. We'll see what is available to us. Um, but yeah, we, we aren't going to, you know, spam it with uh, with ads and make you guys miserable. But if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to our Twitter or Instagram accounts or my Twitter or Instagram accounts because I'm kind of the one uh, spearheading this. But um, yeah, my DMs are always open. Our DMs are always open. But thank you guys so much for being so flexible and supporting us while we work to make this a better experience both for us and for you. The next episode is coming out Wednesday, October 7th. Thank you guys so much again. We love you all so much. And I'll see you next time. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Sinead, what do you want to do? It's your turn. Um, I'm just, I'm not doing anything. I'm standing silent. I am hoping that I'm following rules. I'm hoping that someone else intervenes for me. And I think we've got two people on their way to do that. So I'm just going to stay put. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we, uh, I guess we're going to let Rob just finish one last action before we return to Q. Um, Rob, there is a bunch of spilled potions in front of you, and Q has their hand on the captain's... Uh, you would deduce that this person's the captain because they have the biggest hat. And Q has their hand on the captain's so- uh, shoulder. Hmm. Um, where am I relative to, like, Sinead? Like, is there a body in between me and Sinead? There's, like, five bodies between you and Sinead. Uh, you are just at the entrance to the room, and this is full of soldiers. Um, is there a dagger on the ground anywhere, like, that I could loot? Uh, no. There's, uh, it looks like they've, the weapons have been all kind of scooped up. If they're, anything that can be used as a weapon have been scooped up in the time that, uh, the, uh, Inquisition has arrived. Okay. Um, well, I'm trying to think what, I didn't specify what I brought with me out of the monastery. I mean, all I had with me was my unstrung bow and my arrows when i walked in my old clothes would i have those or would that ruin the I, aspect of this? Ass- 
assume in your baggy Franciscan friar robes you've been hiding them this whole time. Okay, cool. Well then, like, before I get too close... Ah, okay, I don't want to blow my cover so quick, though. I want to see how this plays out with Q, he's charmed him. <laughs> Um, I think he's going to, like, stay in the shadows and, like, restring his bow and, like, get an arrow ready, like, before he gets too close to, like, any of the action, just so he can be ready if something, like, pops off. If he needs to give Q, like, some cover or something. You got it. Okay, so we're going back to Q. Uh, Q, the Spanish captain, sort of, he turns completely around and it looks like he has this sort of change of heart and he says I understand but I will be burned if I do not put this person on trial I'm not sure what I can do about the situation but I can promise you that she'll be given the most fair trial we can possibly offer and uh can you take me to the court where you make such decisions? Uh, uh, absolutely. We are headed there now, actually. Trials are usually pretty swiftly after the act around here. Um, I will make sure that you are uh, given a good seat and will not be harmed. Well, I would actually like to speak on her behalf, if possible. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I will say that Q's charming abilities have gained them that, for sure. Um, that silver tongue of theirs has really <laughs> come in handy over the course of the campaign. Um, so he says, I will absolutely let you speak on her behalf. <laughs> Arthur and Sinead, you don't know what any of this is, what any of this is saying, uh, but you can know this, that seems like the Q, that the Q, that the captain and Q are having a more, uh, civilized conversation and it does not sound violent. Hmm. Um, also Q's gonna make polite small talk. Make, make polite small talk? So, you make (laughs) polite small talk with the captain. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him about being a captain, about these sorts of laws, about his job, getting him talking so he feels friendly. Gotcha. He speaks with you at length, and this is definitely the kind of guy that loves to talk about himself, you know? Like, he spends at least 20 minutes on the way to the court. Also, Arthur... Uh, are you following this, by the way? Are you following behind or anything? Yeah, when I see that, like, Q and the captain hit it off and start walking, like, out the other direction, I, like, unknock my arrow and, like, de-string my bow and, like, tuck it again and start following them. Gotcha. He's kind okay. of relieved he didn't have to shoot anybody quite yet, although he's not totally convinced that's not going to happen, but... <laughs> Excellent. Um, so Q, you get the captain talking about himself and it works extremely well. He loves talking about himself. He talks about like his first two years in the service for literally the first 30 minutes and, uh, he just will not shut up. And he really likes the fact that you seem to enjoy hearing about his life. Oh my God. You're so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He, he, he's really, he's like, this person's so interesting. Oh my goodness. So you have now made an ally out of the captain. Um, you guys reached the court of the Inquisition. Uh, it is a very large, fancy building. It is bright, fiery red. Um, a little bit to the outside of, uh, to the right of the door, there is a lot of smoldering remains from recent heretic burnings. Um, it smells a little bit like, you know that smell, like, lavender and burning flesh smell? It's a lot like that, except yes, it's got a little bit of extra familiar. spice to it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> okay, you know what I meant. Uh, <laughs> with a little bit of spice put in there, like paprika or something. It's not a great smell, if I'm being honest. Uh, the doors are larger and ornate. Uh, two guardsmen open them up to reveal the an inner courthouse where there's already uh, five inquisitors in red robes uh, sitting upon a bench and a raised area. Everything inside this place seems to be made of high quality wood except for the floor which is sort of a marble. Um, it looks like it's pretty empty except for um, a priest praying for the sins of the accused 
and uh, a couple a uh, couple of guards guardsmen just kind of looking out. Um, Sinead is marched to the front of the room and put uh, in a small little uh, bench with her arms tied to a wood uh, a wooden post. The uh, can inquis- I still not see, or do you still uh, can't see? You're still wearing that ring. Okay. Um. So you don't know where you 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 don't exactly know where you are. Um. They did speak to you, and uh, they did speak to you in uh dif- different languages. They uh all what twelve or thirteen languages that they uh to make sure that you knew that you were being arrested. Um. But other than that, you just know that you're probably in a courtroom, considering you just got arrested. And you're sitting down, <laughs> and the uh, the middle inquisitor stands up, and he says, uh, "Audience, and anybody here to witness this, this this trial, please take your seats." Yeah. Uh, and the way this is, is there any way I can sit near Sinead for right now? Yeah. Uh, there's or there's no? a spot like right behind the bench of the accused. Yeah, I'll sit there, and I'm gonna be like, Psst, in in a sh- hey, Sinead. What? What? What do you want? Okay, so I kind of, I told them I was going to speak on your behalf, is that cool? I, I kind of assumed you'd want me to, because sometimes, you know, I, I, you know, I like you, you know we're friends, but uh, you, you sometimes don't always say the right things. No, yeah, you're better at talking than I am. Go, go for okay, it. Cool, 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 cool. That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, and so the, uh, <laughs> Arthur, where, where are you going? Are you just going to sit down? Are you going to, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean Arthur doesn't recognize like anybody else in the in like the courtroom besides Sinead and Q, does he? Uh, you recognize Loriana next to Q. Okay, oh, I forgot Loriana was here for all this. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> you also don't know her name is Loriana, by the way. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I guess I wouldn't know that she was here. So I'm like, oh wow, I, that's kind of weird that she's here. That makes things complicated. Um, <laughs> so I think he's just gonna like yeah like waddle in after them and then try to sit like relatively close to Q, but like not like right next to her like a couple like a bench or two behind where he can see things but like still be inconspicuous. Okay, so um, okay, here we go. Let's see if I can remember anything from trial procedure class in high school. Um, I didn't take that course. Why did I say that? Anyway, so the Spanish. Inquisition member, <laughs> the head Inquisitor stands, uh, or he's always standing. He brings his, uh, he raises his arms, and the other four Inquisition members also stand. We are here today to hear the trial of one person being accused of dealing in black magic. Will the accused please state their name? Do I understand what he's saying? Is he talking in my language? Uh, he is not. So when he doesn't hear anything, uh, he uh, starts uh, speaking in different languages uh, until he until he starts. Unless Q would like to stop him right then and there or something, but he's going to keep trying different languages until one of them yeah. makes sense to Sinead. I, I will uh, get attention and uh, say that I can translate. Uh, he says. <clears throat> Uh, who gives you the authority to speak on behalf of the accused, uh, the guardsman, who's an admirer of Q's at this point, says, uh, it's I, Inquisitor. Uh, <clears throat> this person is speaks on behalf of the accused. It doesn't look like the Inquisition is used to being questioned during trial, but this is a very high-ranking officer in the military that... Uh, Q has successfully smooshed, and so uh, the Inquisitor Inquisitor lets it happen. Um, And he says, very well then, Uh, I will proceed in Castilian. Is that a language that you are completely proficient in, uh, speaker of the accused? (laughs) See. I'm so impressed, Amelia. Um... He says, well, f- uh, <laughs> well fantastic. Uh, he says, well, fine then. Please state the name of the accused. Sinead Temple? 
I want to say her last name's Temple. Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Uh, I say that. Sinead says, Temple. <laughs> where does Sinead Temple hail from? Uh, the Isle of Inishmore. Uh, he says, ah, a good country. <clears throat> Casual. Um, he says, <laughs> he, he says, will the prosecution proceed to present their case against the accused? Uh, a really skinny kind of, uh, nerdy looking uh, guy in his mid-20s uh, steps up. This might be his first trial. Um, he stands in front of the court and proceeds to monologue about the importance of keeping uh, black magic down about the importance of uh, what is uh, the importance of uh, keeping order within the city. Mind you, the way he's speaking, it doesn't actually sound like he's in favor of the church as much as the Inquisition uh, itself. It seems like he's... <laughs> it seems like he just really, really enjoys the idea of uh, sucking up to these people so he can get a promotion, essentially. <laughs> so he's like a third-year uh, law that. student that like really wants to get to a good firm, and so he's like really schmoozing up like the, the opening <laughs> monologue. It's that what's-his-name from Legally Blonde. That, yes, Warren? that's what Warner? I was going for. Oh my Perfect. goodness. Yes. Okay, anyway. Uh, yes, he's really not... He doesn't seem like a devout member of church. He just wants a good job. Um, he then calls forth the uh, a guardsman uh, to give testimony of what happened. The guardsman says that Sinead tried to buy uh, an illegal black magic item from a... Uh, from a witch that they had contracted in and it looks as though they wait, 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 wait. so so the inquisition hired a witch to peddle black magic items right don't it's kind of sus it, it it'll make sense later don't get ahead in the, don't get ahead of the plot don't get ahead in the plot guys one thing at a time and he thanks the thanks the guardsman for his testimony and takes a seat the Inquisitor then stands and says, Now, is the Speaker of Sinead going to act as the official defense for the accused? Yes. See. Uh, will the defense please present its case in favor of the accused? Of course. You gotta say words now. Right. <laughs> Before I have you roll the convince... Plus panache. I am gonna hear. I want to hear your your monologue hear first, case? and I will make the raises. I'll scale the raise. Yeah, I'm gonna scale the raise difficulty to how well you roleplay this. I'm so ready for Q to my cousin Vinny. This shit. It's gonna be. So <laughs> I'm so. Why am I so nervous all of a sudden? <laughs> it's it's really ironic that the person that has any actual like courtroom experience is not a part of this trial. <laughs> um. Good people of Castile, we come before you today not about thievery, not discussing philosophy, but we come here to defend that which is, which is good and that which is just, and the values that your church strives to uphold in all areas of life. And it is a wonder to me that in such a noble city, a young woman, barely 14, <laughs> could wander in off the street and find herself alone in a black market stalls buying illicit goods that have been ordered by the church. Tell me, if we are looking to improve our communities, if we're looking to drive out dissent and witchcraft, how can you do so by seeding the communities with that which you wish, wish to destroy? How can you blame a girl looking to make a better station in life if when she comes to your shores looking for help, you give her fire, you give her death? The god that governs this beautiful land that stretches across all of Thea 
believes in justice, believes in retribution, but more than anything, believes in mercy. Have we not all at one point or another fallen short of that which we strive to be? Do we not all wish that when we are at our lowest, something can bring it to our best? She is not the witch who sold the item. She is not the one who hired the witch. She is simply a girl looking to make a better life for herself, who fell on hard times and who, unfortunately, found the worst part of this city before the better. And I implore you to give her the opportunity to prove her remorse, not with her life and not with her blood, but with her words and her deeds, that she might find a life in the light of the church rather be than being condemned to darkness. Wow, that was really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't understand any of it, but like, <laughs> I hope you're moved by it. Loriana actually does uh, understand some of it, so you can. She kind of is moved by it. She speaks a little bit of Castilian because it can be a little bit similar to Avodashin uh, sometimes. But um, anyway, so we are going to say that's Panache plus Convince. Uh, um, I wanna, I wanna spend a hero point to give her an extra dice. Uh, awesome, you can do that. That is completely legal. When did you, oh, I remember where you got the hero point from. Anyway, um... I had three, I still have two. <laughs> uh, rolling in it. So, and also, you get your bonus die, because it's the first time you've rolled Convince, and because, um, I think that was a stellar speech, I'll give you one more bonus die. <laughs> Uh, however, you are still literally defending someone who truthfully, intentionally bought black magic items in front of an Inquisition that's a corrupt, uh, a corrupt offshoot of the Church of Castile that was going to condemn her regardless of whether she was guilty or not. So the raises are pretty steep, um, although they were slightly relaxed because of your good speech. So, a zero, and they burn her at the stake within the next uh, ten minutes. Uh, at least one ray raise will buy you an hour. They won't burn her at the stake for another hour. She'll be locked up uh, in the meantime. They won't feel the urgency. They'll, like, get some tea or something first. Two raises, and she won't be burned until tomorrow. Three raises, uh, she won't be burned until next week. Four raises, and she won't be burned at all, but she will be locked up in prison uh, for an indis uh, indisclosed amount of time. Um, unfortunately, it's not your right at this point in this country to know how long you're locked away for, so you just know she's going to jail for a while. Anything above that, and you will actually be able to convince uh, convince them of her innocence. For how many raises? Uh, five. Was it five? You guys are keeping track, right? Um, however, uh, convinced of your innocence doesn't mean they're gonna like you guys, and uh, you still probably all have a bad reputation, um, which is unfortunate. But she will not be uh escorted off to jail. <laughs> okay, let's let the dice be with me. So you have what three or four bonus dice? Yeah, I have so many dice, and I just got a 10, so that's an exploding one. Oh, hell yeah. Um, okay. okay, while she's counting this dice up, does Arthur have time to make an action? Yes, what do you want to do? Okay. Um, so Arthur, under his robe, uh, wants to break off the head of an arrow tip, and he's going to palm it. Um, and he's going to, like, hobble his way up, like, while the jury's deliberating. I guess, why the Inquisitor's thinking. Um, and is he able to, like, walk directly, like, to Sinead by any chance? Uh, no. Well, very conspicuously, you're, like, a little bit away from her, I guess. I, guess? I, can, I can have you roll some stealth to try and do it. Um, like, during the speech. <laughs> uh, wow. you sure that's what you want to do? So I'll just tell you what I want to do. I want to give her the rosary and slip her the arrowhead at the same time. 
Uh, okay, that's definitely going to be some stealth. Okay. Um, don't get caught. And I will say, if you do get caught doing this, it will slightly detract from the whole she's we're all completely innocent arc that Q's painting. Don't ruin this for me, okay, Arthur. I'll, I'll wait on this. He's still palming the the arrow tip, but okay, he's not gonna he's not gonna approach her. I'll I'll wait to see how this plays out. Gotcha. It's I'm just saying, like I'm not trying to be a jerk, but if Q's like. She, we are like an innocent band of adventures. She has done nothing wrong, and like <laughs> you're giving an arrow tip to. <laughs> well, the idea is that like while I'm giving her the, like putting the rosary around her neck, like I can slip her the arrowhead when I like grab her hand or something like that. Like right. it wouldn't. Be I, I you absolutely can. I'm just saying that there will be some consequences if they fail. You can do that. I might try to get her on the way out if she gets carted to jail. Okay, gotcha. To, that might be a little bit more acceptable than in the middle of the trial. All right, Q, did you get at least five raises? I got five raises. Nice. <laughs> yes! Oh, man. Because, oh. Yes! I got five raises because I was We beat rolling... the system! <laughs> because, let's see, I had three, six, I had seven dice, then eight because of the extra one you gave me. And then I had an, I had nine because of the extra one hand gave me. And then I had a ten that exploded. Yes. Man, that is some real luck. Uh, good for you. Um, that's also sucks. teamwork. It looks like I, you know, you know what will burn, guys. I guess we're not burning Sinead, but I do have to burn all of my plans for a jailbreak art I was working on. <laughs> not with this silver tongue, you don't. <laughs> I yeah. had like floor plans. I had guardsmen. I had like you jumped the gun, jokes. son. Uh, uh, I can't believe we got out of that without a scrap. I went through all that Lord. stealth just to kind of watch. <laughs> I was positive you were going to get a four on that, and then <laughs> you're going to have to break her out this of jail. Is like, it, it was um, that exploding 10 that pushed me over the edge, uh, and it's been a while since I've actually rolled a 10 on anything I'm just with one die. Such a fool. This is how I felt when Dartle broke out of the mind control on his first roll. It sucks to suck. It sucks to suck. It sucks to suck. I spent so much time. Spoilers for season one, but. did everything I could for a jailbreak. Okay. Anyway. Um, so the Spanish Inquisition, like, he looks really disappointed he can't burn Sinead. Yeah, um, I like to think that, like, everyone in the audience is teared up by this moving speech. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, all right, fine. I'm I, the people's I'm, hero now. <laughs> I'm so upset, guys. I really want it. I, I'll shoehorn it in later in the season. Uh, we'll find a way to get Arthur arrested or something. Anyway. Arthur's so, too slick for that shit. Yeah, it's going to be Giuseppe, let's be real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, by the Giuseppe way, like gets to, arrested, we let him die. <laughs> you could. I, I like to picture, like, cutting back and forth of uh, of the Inquisition building a bonfire to burn Q. Q sweating on the... Or, or burn Sinead. Sinead sweating on the stand. Q giving a speech and Giuseppe, like, sleeping in on the... Sh- Yep, <laughs> since nobody thought he was useful for this adventure. Um, so it looks kind of odd because Arthur and Sinead, you just see Q talking and the Spanish Inquisition crying. Um, <laughs> which is a hell of a sentence. This head inquisitor stands and he says, I have been so moved by your words however before I let her go I would like her to say some words in her own defense if you could translate I have been convinced but it would not be protocol to let her go without her saying speaking to some in her own defense will the accused please stand and give a statement of innocence for formality reasons uh yeah I translate that um, he, uh, I mean, he speaks Inish. Um. Oh, is he speaking Inish then? No, he's, he's speaking in, in Castilian, but if Sinead gave the speech in Inish, he understands it. Oh, I know. I was just saying that he, what he said, I translate to Sinead. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Sinead, 
That does make sense. I, I got that backwards. Yes, Sinead, do you understand what he says? Because Q translates it. Yeah. Um. So I'm saying something. Am I just like? Uh, am I saying like thanks, or am I like still? Just whatever like, you want to what's, say. What's it's, the deal here? You're still it's just on a, trial. It's the official yeah. law is you have to speak some if you're able to. Of in your own defense before you're officially let go or condemned, you just have to give a final statement, um, just kind of a, a formality. Um, so just say something and don't mess it up. <laughs> um. Okay. I I still I'm tied to the chair, right? So I can't stand. Um, you can stand. Your arm. I, I mean, it's your, it's your arm, just so. Uh, well, I also can't see, so I'm still not gonna stand unless uh, unless anyone is guiding me. Um. I yeah, just that say, is true. Um, to the people of Castile, the beautiful country, I thank you for your mercy, and may God smile upon you. Um, they they like it. Um, a guardsman comes over, and you can feel some pressure being relieved from your finger, and you can now see again. However, you no longer have the ring. Now's the fun part. You can, because you are Sinead, I will give you the option to pickpocket it back if you really want the ring. It can be extremely useful for all sorts of different reasons. However, if you get caught stealing in a court, that is a serious risk. But this is a very useful gadget. So, what would Sinead, you make me roll? what do you want to do? God damn it. I'm just, I'm just seeing. I haven't decided yet. What would you make me roll? I'm not gonna do it. I'm just thinking about it. Girl, don't do it. I really what is what like, trait uh, would you have me roll on? Uh, that would like, be finesse. Theft uh, plus finesse. Okay. And how many raises would I need to do it without? Without uh, notice. That's a good question. So, uh, if you get a zero, they burn you at the stake. Uh, if you, <laughs> yeah. If you get a if you get a one, um, you will, uh, they will find you guilty of petty theft, at least. Um, but because they're still like floating on Q's speech, they will will not try and burn you. They'll just throw you in a prison. Will you have to be broken out of the prison? Um, for <laughs> For uh, if you can get two raises, then you can steal it, and that guy will sort of notice, but nobody else will, and you have to finesse uh, your way out of that one. Three raises, and nobody notices that you steal this thing back. Okay, that's a that would be I would have to roll pretty high for that, so I'm not gonna do it. It's not worth it. All right, would anybody else like to steal the ring? Fuck uh, no. no. Arthur goes for the ring. <laughs> <laughs> It just took me ten dice to get five raises to keep Sinead alive for trying yeah, no to steal way. that ring. Um. So, Q, are you and I agreed that we're gonna scold the shit out of Sinead once we're back on the ship? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Like, we for should sure, open sure. next episode with us like really just putting her in timeout. Okay, you I want to say something so real quick yeah. to both of you. Uh, Sinead's demeanor this whole time. You can tell she's been scared out of her damn mind instead of yeah. like being like ah what what the fuck is going on and she's she's like she's real shaken up. Okay, yeah, we're right not going to we're not going to like bully the traumatized 15-year-old. You're barely a human when you're 15. I'm definitely going to give you some extra fucking chores on the ship though. <laughs> she's the captain. Isn't she I'm the, the captain? captain? <laughs> I don't I don't care. She, you just, you <laughs> almost got killed by the Spanish Inquisition. Do you think you're not going to swap okay, the deck okay. and get the Let's fuck out of here? Let's save this conversation for characters for later. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. Um, anyway, you decide not to, uh, you decide not to steal the ring. Um, the guardsmen open the doors and you're dismissed out of the courtroom. Um, it is getting kind of late in the evening, and the streets are getting deserted. The festivals are dying down quite a bit. It's a nice, chilly evening in Castile. Uh, Sinead, you are finally uh, finally free. Uh, Arthur, you are... Not only do you still have all of your numerous permanent battle scars from earlier, but you're dressed as a monk now. 
Um, Q looks amazing, uh, as does Loriana. As per usual. Um, <laughs> uh, what's kind of funny is you guys are passing uh, these lit torches in the street, these street lamps. And in the glint, you notice a glint uh, in the hand of Loriana. Uh, <gasps> she takes she she takes out the ring, flips it in her hand, and pockets it, and says, "I'm sorry, but I couldn't help myself." to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.